Agotner Shabbos, everyone. We are about to begin. Beses Hashem, Shir number 71 in the Svarim of Rav Zalik Pliskin. We're in the Sefer on Serenity, which is Calmness of Mind, Menuchas HaNefesh, Yishav Adas. And one good piece of advice that helps greatly in different situations in life is to wait until you're in a state that you're more calm before reacting or interacting with another person. This is a tremendous concept in Shalom Bayis overall as well. There are times where you need to interact because regardless, you need to be open and interact. But there are certain things when you, if you know you're not in a good state of mind right now at the moment, and it could wait, you don't have to tell your husband or wife this right now, then it's best to wait until you're in a calmer state of mind. Uh, sometimes when you're interacting with another person, you want to influence them to do something, not to do something, and if you or to calm somebody down, or you need to ask somebody a favor, whatever it is, that very often you have to first see that your own emotional state is in a better state in order to do this in the right way. And um, for some people, in a couple of moments even, they could calm themselves down and be in a calm state of mind. Sometimes when a person is in a certain mood, it takes them a day or two to get over something. Um, but basically, if something is important to be at your best with something, and it could wait, it's worth waiting. There's not procrastination. We're not talking about you pushing something off that's unpleasant, because now nah, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, that's not healthy either. But we're talking about something that you're planning on doing anyway, and you're going to do anyway. But in these situations, it's best to wait until you could utilize your inner resources when you know you are calm. And, um, but the problem is sometimes, you know, you forget, you know, <laughs> and you, like we said, procrastinate or don't do anything. But the key really is, is to do your best to, um, you know, realize that you need your best calmness in order to react to a situation. So you wait till that point. Or what you could do is do your best to try to get yourself to that mode right now. So here's an anecdote that he says from a high, uh, someone that influences people. He says that I intend to be very emotional. And me being very emotional, it's my greatest strength, but also my greatest vulnerability. When I feel positive about something, I feel this strongly and I'm able to communicate my positive feelings. But when I'm upset, I also feel this strongly. Therefore, it took me a long time to realize that it's a high priority for me to be calm and centered before speaking to somebody about a highly charged matter. A number of times I've strongly regretted the way I spoke when I was angry. The time it takes me to access that calm state before speaking is much more preferable than rushing and saying the wrong things. And as a professional communicator, I consider this one of the biggest mistakes people make when communicating then they try to get their point across before they are in a centered and focused state. The first rule of communication is to access a resourceful state before you speak. So very often it goes also when you want to talk about a, a big speaker influencer wants to talk about something that upsets them and what's going on in the klal, and they want to fix it. They also need to know. They have to prepare themselves. If they're very aggravated about something, they have to calm down first, get themselves in the highest possible centered state before saying what they need to say. 
And in Shalom Bayis, this is an extremely important key. When a husband and wife knows they both need to discuss a sensitive charge subject. Now, we talked about it in many of the main Shalom Bayis Shurim. You can't avoid it, and you shouldn't avoid it. Healthy communication about difficult topics is very important. It's a skill. But this is a, a key, an avayda, self-work that you could do is wait or try to develop to a point. Let's both be in that calm state and figure out the best time to talk about these aspects. Another thing that's important to know is you cannot say that it's not in my nature to have menuchas hanefesh. It's not that you were born with the wrong DNA and you say this is the way it is, I'm defective, I'm a nervous wreck all the time. And this is not me. I'm not a calm person. Um, but we have to understand that this is based on the Rambam and just the basic animamin of Tzcharanayinish, which means that you are Bechira. Bechira means you have free will even against some of your natural tendencies. And the same thing applies with Menuchas HaNefesh. Its calmness is created by patterns we form in our minds. And our brains that form thought patterns of, let's say, gratitude and celebration creates happiness and joy. And when you develop on thought patterns of pessimism and negativity or discouragement, that will create sadness and depression. Brains that dwell on thoughts of tranquility and harmony and soothing messages, that creates menuchas hanefesh. So it's not to say it's not my nature. Your nature is not what creates Menuchas HaNefesh. It's your pattern of thought. And you have the free will to adjust that pattern of thought. Again, even if some people are, I I acknowledge, and we all acknowledge, some people seem to have a more natural gift for calmness and Menuchas HaNefesh than others. That may be true. That is true. But that doesn't take away the fact that even if you're by inherently a more worried person, nervous person, whatever it is, if you work on yourself, you work at it, you work at it, and you'll be matzliach. And you continue those thought patterns, and you continue to work on it. And um, here he says also, he says, I've never been serene, someone said, a busy executive, and he was told it's a skill that he can learn. And the business executive said pretty much what we said. It's not my nature. I can't. And... um, he he was challenged. If it was something that you could learn, would you practice it until you mastered it? So he agreed to try. So he explained basically is that your brain has a waking state called the beta, beta state, and it's 20 seconds per cycle when you slow it down to... You know, to uh, you know then that's called the alpha state, basically, and in that state you, you experience serenity. So sometimes it's you close your eyes and um, you relax your muscles and you practice that frequently. Deep breathing is also something. There are ways to get yourself to a point where you could get more, to f- feel more menuchas hanefesh and you work at it. It's doable even for people who are naturally nervous. The third side that we're going to talk today about is is that people also say like this, if I would be more calm, you know, I, I would do this. You know, if I would be more calm, then every person I interacted would be uh, with would feel respected. If I would be more calm, life would be easier. If I would be more calm, 
I wouldn't have any problems. Uh, and if I would be more calm and if things would work the way out, then things would work out the way I want it to be. But it's, it's obvious that that's not the way life happens. Hashem creates the world with Nisiyonis. We have tests and there are stresses in life. And the way we create serenity is not wishing the big ifs, if this, if that, if the other thing. Rather, you say to yourself the other way around, that here is a matzav HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives me, what can I do to put myself in the most ideal way to develop that menucha sanefesh? Not to wish for the impossible, not to expect yourself to be always calm, to work in progress, but not to do wishful thinking either. Oh, I only wish I could be calm. Not just wishing it, you need to learn to realize to develop it. So someone said, of course I'm not calm or I'm not serene. I would tell everyone who asked me why I'm so stressed out. How could you be so serene if so many things are going wrong? And his Rav asked him, what would you need to happen to be serene? And he gave him a very long list you know, of things that have to go right. And uh, Rav asked him, you know, in a nice way, you know, how long do you, do you feel that you will have to wait until that long list becomes reality? And he was mad, it's unlikely that all the factors on his list will be perfect. So the Rav gave him advice to increase his level of gratitude for all that he can be grateful for. And he explained to him, you know, you'll always have reasons why you won't be happy or why you won't be serene, why you won't have menuchas anefesh. But by focusing on the positive factors and doing what you can do to change what can be changed, you will feel more calmness and focus on the re- and to focus, you know, on the reasons to be grateful for and what you need, you know, what why you should be calm versus the other way around. And that advice helped him tremendously. So the main concept about all of these, uh, what we talked about today, is number one is that it is not to wait until you're calm, you know, or sometimes wait till you're calm. Both opposites are true. So in other words, number one, if you are in a nervous state right now and you realize it, so either you work on it, you wait till that mood passes, or you work on it and then you interact later, it's a big sight in Shalom Bayis in general, not to procrastinate. Again, I'm being very um, clear when I say this. This pushing it off for a day or two days is not to push it off like I'm going to avoidance. We're not talking about avoidance here. We're talking about where you're, you are for real, 100% going to tackle the problem. And you know you're going to tackle the problem, and you know you should, and you will. But you're waiting only because you want to get yourself to that emotional calm state. Sometimes that's important. And also not to say it's not in your nature, or to the wishful thinking. You know, if I would be, this would happen, that would happen, then I'd be a calmer person. The key really is, is that we have Bechira, Hashem gave it to us. As much a munem betachen, and Hashem runs the world. That's part of Hakobi Dei Shemayim Chutzmiyir HaShemayim is what's in the mind and your connection to Hashem and realizing that He's in control and your calmness. And But Yogato Matzasatamen applies to Tikkun Hashem tells you, yes, I run the world, but I gave this in your hands. Anything pertaining to Yer HaShemayim and Tikkun is in your hands and serenity is one of those things that are clearly in one in your hand. Not to say it's not in my nature. 
you have the free will to go against your nature by developing this gratitude like we spoke about and calmness and techniques, whatever you need to do. And that does help. And once you realize that, you feel more empowered to become more calm, more serene, and it could tremendously impact your life in the most positive ways, both in your overall life, and in your own marriages, Shalom Bayis, as well. Have a wonderful Shabbos.